Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Bitcoin Noise Show. Today is, what is today? November the 28th. 2020 strong hand long-term thinking bitcoin is the next bitcoin don't fomo on alts personal responsibility is the new countercultural culture i'm offended by selling one bitcoin equals one bitcoin okay dudes this is the bitcoin noise show this is where i tell you about all the noise that's going on in the cryptocurrency space we address topics that can't be addressed on the the normal show uh, just to make sure you dudes aren't FOMOing on, on alts, we, we'll talk a little bit about alts and destruction and all, all these crazy things that are going on. Hey, first of all, check out uh, the links below. This week in Bitcoin was great. And hello, my elite friends. How are you doing? If you have questions, I have answers. You can type in questions by typing in Bitcoin Meister, or you can uh, do a super chat and get my attention. All right. And yes, please watch uh, Friday's show. I'm putting it and, re and retweet the tweet that's out there that's posted there for you guys live chatting and here I just put in watch Friday show. You can click on that. It was a, a beautiful show. We'll talk about that in a second. So let's talk about uh, a guy who makes a lot of noise in the space that people like the pedestal. Rob, Rob Paul, Rob Paul, or is he ripple Rob Paul now? <laughs> so he likes ripple. He says he likes ripple and people are uh, talking about that. You should ignore that. You should never put him on a pedestal in the first place. And you shouldn't be disappointed that he likes Ripple because you put him on a pedestal. Of course, he's going to end up like a. I mean, guys like that, they come and they go. They, they, you know, they, they get into it because it's popular. It gives them hits, it gets some clicks. They, they become big, uh, big names in the space because they were from outside the space. Everybody wants confirmation from some macro guy. You don't need a macro guy's confirmation because he can just uh, ripple you up the you-know-what in a second. And apparently that's what he's done. Now, he can do that. I, mean, I have no problem with him. I mean, I'm just I'm just you know, reassuring everyone that the dude um, – I, I, I was never a fan, and <laughs> so I'm not let down at all. But before he talked about ripple, he was talking about uh, that he, he thought uh, big Bitcoin – you know, being that he was cool with it being KYC'd. There were rumors earlier this week that the government was going to try to track Bitcoin a little bit uh, better than it uh, currently does from exchanges. Uh, that if you were a third party, you were going to, uh, if you were a third party holding Bitcoin for someone else, first of all, if you control your own private key, you don't have to worry about this kind of things. But a lot of people keep their Bitcoin at Bitcoin banks. And in the future, the, gov the United States government might make uh, Bitcoin banks. Uh, if you're going to send your Bitcoin somewhere, you're going to have to tell them exactly who it's to. And Raul Paul didn't seem to have a, a problem with that. And for me, I on Thursday's show when I was talking about this, and, and keep this in mind, I've talked about for years now that there's going to be another unfriendly for crypto dividend of Bitcoin, okay? And I thought it would be one that would, you know, 42 million Bitcoin, something with the expansion of the supply, because the 21 million supply is so important. OK. All right. Scarcity, scarcity, scarcity. Pound that like button. A lot of people don't get that. But what, what could happen one day is a KYC version of Bitcoin. And I've said whatever major unfriendly fork comes about, you know, in 2021 or 2022, it's going to have to take a major personality from the space 
is going to switch over to that fork. Why? And I saw I, off the top of my head, I thought, oh, wow, maybe Raul Paul one day will support a, a Bitcoin, uh, a forked uh, a KYC Bitcoin fork and say it's the real Bitcoin. I, I think that's a good uh, that's a good guess. And he can do that if he wants to. It'll be more free. It'll be he'll create a KYC Bitcoin and we'll get the crypto dividend and we'll turn it into the real Bitcoin. But, you know, uh, be careful. These dudes you put on pedestals, you never know what they'll end up doing. And, you know, when Roger did that, everybody used to worship Roger. And he was free to do that. He was free to do what he did. And what happened happened. He has Bcash and we're going to talk about Bcash in a, in, in a few seconds. So a lot of people get disappointed. Be an individual. Don't get into these collectivist mindsets where you feel you need the confirmation from some big leader and that that person makes Bitcoin because no, not one person makes Bitcoin. If you think one person makes Bitcoin, the next thing you're going to be very disappointed when they say, hey, uh, I like Ripple. And so what did he say here? I'm warming to XRP, to be honest. I now have a basic understanding. I don't own it. Okay. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing tweet. Uh, it's embarrassing. That, that, that's your thing, dudes. Raw Paul, keep on uh, keep on watching his uh, videos there, guys. He, he's, he's liking Ripple. And speaking of Ripple, I keep getting fake emails at, at, at least uh, – well, at one of my accounts, I don't think this – I just think it's a massive spam, not because they, they know that this account has anything to do with me. I'm getting emails about Ripple, like click on this link to get free Ripple, and it's clearly not from Ripple. It's just a, a phishing expedition. Be careful, people. Be very careful if you get some email from Ripple because it's probably not from Ripple, and uh, just it's out there now. I, I can see. And, and just before this video started, I saw on YouTube there was a fake Ripple video saying, you know, send us money and we'll send you money. One of those that YouTube doesn't get rid of, but yet YouTube gets, uh, gives me a strike because I have a link underneath one of my sh uh, shows from 2017. <laughs> but they don't, uh, they don't get rid of the fake Ripple uh, videos that are completely scams. It has, it's, I'm not blaming Ripple on this. I'm blaming some scammer comes out with a video that's uh, all about Rip. So if YouTube is going to get rid of things, probably they should get rid of like the scammy stuff before they, their algorithm does weird things to dudes who made videos in uh, 2017 that had a link they didn't like. Now, uh, but hey, compete, don't complain. I'm on BitChute. Uh, I'm on Parler. Use the Crypto Parler hashtag. I'm on Twitter at TechBot. Everything else on Bitcoin Meister. You'll, you'll find me. Look up Adam Meister. You'll find me. So, uh, and sorry, now everything's linked to yet. I'm, I'm in a rush today. Uh, Shabbat just ended. Um, it was my father's yurt site today. So I, uh, I since last night I've been uh, going to synagogue quite often. I've been in three different synagogues today. It's been a uh, quite an experience, and I always remember my father on his yurt site. Obviously, it's two years now. Two years. This is the what, second of the second start of the third year now. So, anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that maybe on the on the Beyond Bitcoin show. The the yurts. I don't have the yurts candle right with me now. It's it's probably going to burn out soon because uh, I, I lit it last night. All right, but yeah, I've been in synagogue qu quite a bit today. Now, uh, what else do we have? Oh, Libra. Libra. So let's get some other noise here. This Libra noise is kind of interesting. Uh, the Le I, I found the Libra Testnet block Blockchain Explorer. They already have a test. I didn't know this. LibraExplorer.com. <laughs> they actually have a testnet app, and uh, you, they have a blockchain explorer for it. Explore Libra blockchain transactions and chain 
analytics with Libra Explorer, develop APIs, Libra testnet faucets. Oh, and useful resources are available on Libra Explorer. Okay. Yes, it's coming in January, by the way. Libra is coming in January. Now, that might be some noise that will uh, pump up the Bitcoin price. We shall see. So let's see if they actually uh, – or maybe it's just noise and it won't happen in uh, January. We will see. But Libra – or excuse me, it's L-I-B – Lib Explorer. L-I-B Explorer. L-I-B Explorer.com. I, I already linked to it below. Uh, that's the one thing I had. So uh, on this show, you, what's been making the most noise usually – uh, the last few, this is the fourth Bitcoin noise show. Usually it's Hex in, in the space. The Hexians are making a lot of noise, but they got they got real quiet. I wonder why they got quiet. But they're starting to get a little noisier again. But the, the main noise story this week, which we're going to get to, play this at 2x people to get to it if you're watching this tape, is the ridiculous New York Times story about Coinbase. I read it. It's trash. It is trash. And I don't care if you hate Coinbase. You got, use your freaking head when you read this. It's It's a bunch of, Virtue signaling noise, which is in popular culture, you got to pick on successful businesses who go against woke culture. That's what the New York Times is about, picking on and going with this racial narrative, okay? It is nonsense. The people who are claiming racism, they've been compensated, by the way. They quit. Yeah, sure. They they, they didn't like the environment. They quit, and they were compensated. I, I think that's fair. But we're going to get that, to that in a second. Uh, that that was that's the biggest noise, but usually Hex makes the biggest noise. And Hexians, I mean, they live in a world of financial postmodernism. I like that term, financial postmodernism. There is no economic truth in Hexland. There is no economic truth. So, and that's that's great. If there's no economic truth, then they can have a leader who just says his own truth, and they'll just believe what he says. There's no economic basis of anything. There's just a leader who tells you the way things are, and you, you believe him. And, uh, and he's good at marketing. So I, even if I wanted to sell it, you know, I, I said I was going to dump it on Thanksgiving because that was the first day I was able to uh, dump it. And that, coincidentally, that day, it was at, what, 18 Satoshis or something, the lowest ever? No way. I mean, I got it for free. I, again, we get crypto dividends for free. Bitcoin holders are the best. We get rewarded with interest on our Bitcoin through the crypto dividend process. People like Richard Hart, they know to give away their their nonsense to Bitcoin holders because it helps promote it. He's a good marketer. He knows what he's doing. Um, but why you would buy that stuff? Oh, my Lord. But there are plenty of people buying it. And so its price has gone back up. Uh, what's it? At, at 27 Satoshis? It was at 17. So I don't know what it's at. I'm, I don't want to sell it yet. I'm still I'm still holding on to it. I'm not staking it. I'm just, it's just sitting there. Um, I, it's sitting there. I will dump it. And uh, I mean, I don't, I haven't, I don't even know what, how to stake it basically at this. It, it came 90% automatically staked uh, for who the people that got it free. And finally it's free at last. And, uh, and that, that's why it's dumping because all these people that got their free at last 90% uh, hex just are dumping it, but it never, Richard will, uh, I'm sure he himself will be buying it. He probably started buying it real cheap and maybe he'll buy a big hunk of it. Real, there'll be some manipulation going on and who knows. So uh, I'm going to talk about it uh, in a second again, because I, uh, I've got like two different things here. Uh, oh yeah. With the ripple, I had to go back to ripple. They, they have a crypto dividend that's coming up, out. And uh, so that's why the price of ripple is pumping for, if there are any, the ripple people and the hex people seem kind of similar. I, well, I don't want to make generalizations. Uh, 
but uh, they, they're both annoying in their own ways. The Ripple people don't come to my videos, though. So I never met a real Ripple person either. I mean, I'm just talking about the, the, the people, their supposed people on Twitter. I mean, I, I, again, I never met a real Ripple person. But uh, Hex, we know there's at least one real Hex person and more than one because there are plenty of dudes that are doing videos and, and besides him. Uh, so people who are saying that, you know, Ripple is the next Bitcoin, Hex is the next Bitcoin. Ripple is, is giving away a crypto dividend on, on the 12th. So it'll, it'll probably dump after December 12th. I, I, OK, so I just want to put that that noise is out there. There's Ripple noise out there. And this week in Bitcoin, Tim Copeland, uh, Mauricio and Daniel Price uh, were on. And uh, it was a great show. And Mauricio was giving us some insider information about Venezuela for all you conspiracy people who think it's like uh, <laughs> the United States trying to steal oil. It's not. <laughs> I mean, so for the, the hatred of the United States uh, among among uh, spoiled Americans is amazing. But hey, we can have that in the United States. Um, that that's the freedom of speech. You can hate the United States as much as you want to and be an American citizen. That's that's the beauty of, of being uh, in, in the freedom of speech. That's the beauty of freedom of speech. So, uh, wait, there is a question out there. Uh, okay, you yeah, know, there's just no tr people. The, 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 I, there's a one of those hex trolls is in in the house. That's very good. Um, all right, there's always a few trolls. That's why it's the Bitcoin noise show. It's perfect. This is when the trolls come out. I, I set this thing up perfectly to do it on Saturday nights because it's, it's the perfect time for the trolleys to come out. And, and I mean, they're invited here because it is the noise show. This is their time to, to make some noise. It is good. Now, by the way, I just want to show everybody this hat. Uh, this, this is a lot of you don't know what this is. This is 2017 type of stuff. Yeah, I'm an OG. I've been in, I've been in the game, uh, for since, uh, 2013 bought my first two Bitcoin now over seven years ago. Uh, but I just want to share, I don't wear hats because I got a beautiful head of hair and I don't like to mess it up. And also if you wear hats a lot, you start losing your hair at a faster pace than uh, <laughs> you already are losing your hair. Uh, you know, I got testosterone, so uh, I'm not, I'm not perfect on, on, on the top there. Definitely. Um, all right, let's uh, let, let us uh, move on, but I, I've, I've been able to maintain it. Well, and yeah, here, here's a hat out there. Oh man, let's see. Let's uh, let's keep moving on with this. Uh, there's trolleys in the house tonight. I like it. I like it because we have freedom of speech here. I don't ban them. I, I think it's uh, they actually make me wealthier by being here. I mean, it helps the algorithm. By the way, if you want to help, if you want to fight the algorithm, they they are helping me fight the algorithm by adding all this stuff. Um, just you know, leave comments. Leave, leave comments that uh, the algorithm messed with me. Now we mess with the algorithm. I don't want to use fight, mess, mess. Because this is no war, baby. It's no war, baby. The war is a serious thing. I don't. I never like the war analogies. Uh, all right. Now uh, we talked about the ripple. We'll get to back to uh, Richard Hart in a second. We'll get we'll get back to the hexians in, in a moment. But Bcash, we're talking about Roger beforehand, and someone out there, and they might be associated with Roger, is trying to destroy Bcash ABC. Now, Bcash ABC is around $19. It was a, a unfriendly fork of Bcash. I say compete, don't complain. Let them compete. Let them do their thing. But oh no, these Bcash rebels launched a 51% attack to destroy the Bcash hard fork. They want to destroy. I'm not into destruction. I think Hex should exist. I think the Bcash should exist. I think even BSV should exist. But there are some Bcashers who want to destroy the Bcash ABC Amari coin fork, all right? And their site is Voluntarism, 
voluntarism.dev. If you want to keep up with people wasting their time and wasting their money, time trying to destroy something instead of being productive. And that I cannot stand. I can't stand people who complain, who waste time, who, who get into virtue signaling, uh, victimhood, nonsense. That's what we're going to get into the New York Times article. But people who want to destroy, I'm against also. Um, produce, produce something. Go out and produce something. If you don't like Coinbase, produce your own Coinbase uh, that's not going to be, quote unquote, racist or, or whatever. Um, now, and I want to say I support uh, Brian Armstrong and Coinbase on the matter that is being discussed in the New York Times article. I, I just want to make that clear. Um, I think it, it's it's a nonsense article. I think it's their nonsense complaints from people with a lot of feeling and emotion and uh, just taking advantage of the times that we're living in, in this woke culture and getting their 15 minutes of fame. Uh, and the, the funny thing that people complained of racism in the, in the company, they took it to HR. HR didn't find problems. Some of them quit. They were compensated when Brian Armstrong changed policies over there that they weren't going to be a woke culture. People quit and they were compensated. Uh, it, it's, you know, what else can they do? People, they're supposed to produce over there. It's supposed to be a business. It's not supposed to be the Oprah Winfrey show. Okay. Where you cry and you say you were hurt and this, it, it's not a sob story. It's not, it's not, let's all be victims and cry. And, 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 and it's not, and, it, and by the way, uh, I mean, there's the, it, there's all sorts of minorities that are uh, complaining. It's, it's, it's they're talking about uh, they everyone's got to talk about their minority in this in this darn article, okay? Uh, who happens to be a lesbian? Who happens to be a woman? Who happens to be this? Dudes, who cares? What, the, Brian Armstrong should be hiring the best freaking people out there. It shouldn't be his concern what race you are at all. All right, and if you have problems, if you think that. It, just because there's a, a, a small percentage of a certain uh, racial group that, that that he should be concerned about it. He shouldn't be concerned about it. If you're concerned about it, you, you can't force him to hire more people based on race. That, that's the way it works in a lot of companies, all right? And maybe that's what you – go to those companies. There are plenty of companies that just hire token people, and some of the people felt like they were being used as tokens. Yet they want to be token. I mean it, it, you can't have it both ways here. Now – and, and again, every people were very well compensated for for you know if they were if their feelings were hurt they were compensated. People were so it's called tokenized. Let's go inside black workers' struggles at the king of crypto startups. And again, Brian Armstrong is is one of the biggest CEOs out there to speak against woke culture. That he wanted he did, he wanted politics he didn't want it inside of his place. Okay. He wasn't going to take a knee to BLM, okay? That that that's the basics uh, behind uh, his announcement. All the BLM stuff was going on. There was pressure on him to say stuff. People felt he didn't say enough, and then eventually he said, "We're not going to say anything. That's not what this is about. This is about work." So of course he's a huge target, and that's why the New York Times went over there and did this story. Okay, they saw they want to they want to show. That he's not fitting the narrative, and when you don't fit the narrative, you're going to get punished by the New York Times. So, and they had some very interesting things to say about Bitcoin in this too, people. So, 
let, let's uh, let's uh, let's move on here. So Brian Armstrong, uh, Coinbase's chief executive, in September, he published a uh, blog post telling employees to leave concerns for issues like racial justice at the door. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Now, um, where's the rest of this? I got I, I got I got a Libra thing in here. Uh, hang on, guys. We got this. Um, yes, keep, I, I, I want, uh, as I said before, keep fighting the woke, unproductive virtue signaling culture. All right. Keep innovating and keep producing. Uh, it's the, the article is filled with, uh, victim nonsense. A lot of people claiming to be victims. And I say to them, just do your job, know your freaking role. If you want to be a victim, then you're, you don't have a role at, uh, at uh, at Coinbase, or I, I don't, I don't think you should have. If you just want to worry about being a victim all day, I don't think you should be working at any company. If that's going to be your main concern, when you go to work, you're there to produce for for the boss. Okay, if you want to be the boss, then you start your own company. Compete, don't complain. But New York Times found a lot of people complaining. Uh, uh, not a lot, a, a good amount. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh God, I, where is my quote here? I'm trying to find. I'm sorry about this. Uh, okay. 3% of the company's employees are black, which is less than half the average in most of the in most of the tech industry, according to the latest data from the Bureau of Labor, La- Labor Statistics. Coinbase's percentage has also stayed flat in recent years, while companies such as Square, PayPal, and Twitter have modestly increased their share of black employees. And you shouldn't be concerned about just attracting black employees because they're black. But here's a question. They said most of the uh, tech industry has a 6% uh, average. Did they did they ask after other cryptocurrency companies, other Bitcoin companies, uh, what, what the percentage of blacks were there? Because it, it, it's not just a regular tech company. What's the percentage of black people at Gemini? What's the percentage? That wasn't in the article. Is Gemini evil? I mean, what, not that it matters. Okay, it, it, it doesn't matter what percent of what race you've got it. You want the best freaking people there. And so a person who worked there said, if the numbers haven't changed. It's definitely because there wasn't a real intention to do so. Cleve Mesidor, the founder of the National Policy Network of Women of Color in Blockchain, said of Coinbase, okay, which she has worked with to hold events in the black engineering community. We know now that Brian Armstrong was never committed to this. He, I mean, he should be committed to hiring the best people, not what some fringe organization is trying to guilt him into. Women of black blockchain, like they, they had events at black in, in the black engineering community. That wasn't good enough. That wasn't good enough. He's doing this on purpose. It's all, it, it, come on. He, he's got to hire the best people, dudes. And uh, they said. They said it wasn't. He didn't have a real intention of doing so. It wasn't. They can read his mind. It wasn't his real intention. Who cares what his real darn intentions are? He's trying to just hire the back pe- the, the the best people, the best people. All right. And you know, with, with this, a lot of these complaints were by women. Okay. And maybe this is just an example of like sometimes men and women just cannot work together. And like women in tech, like most of the positions they were talking about were in HR. He's got to have this giant HR apparatus. All these companies have to have these giant HR departments to worry about compliance with minorities and women and this. What's that have to do with making money? It's such a nonsense world 
we're living in. So he's already played your game. He already has these departments where he hires these people who shouldn't even be working there, but they're not even tech people. He's giving you those token jobs, and still you want more, 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 more. And because he put his foot down and said he wasn't going to have a political culture, New York Times is there to, to attack him. All right. So I am there. I am here to defend him. I am here to defend him. Now, um, and yeah, it, there there are times when it's just like men and women shouldn't be working together. If, if it's going to create drama like this, this is just it's, it's insane. Like keep them in the separate rooms or so. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. All right. This is Jordan Peterson has talked about this uh, similar things. Uh, it's just it, it, men and women are definitely different. Now, the, the article wasn't about men and women, but I, I just see it. It's so many women and we got this women of this women and women are welcome in this space. That's another thing that we've heard in Bitcoin. They're not enough women. They're not enough. They're all welcome here. I love women. They should be here. But if they're going to create drama in companies, well, they're not adding to the efficiency. That's not productive. Drama is not a productive asset. All right. I, I think most people know that. But here we, we got a lot. A lot of, so here there's an implication that Bitcoin community is racist here. I'm going to I'm going to read it. Much of Coinbase. This is from The New York Times. Much of Coinbase's culture stems from the stems from the one around Bitcoin. Current and former employees said Bitcoin, which embody. So there are employees there who said that the. Coinbase, Coinbase's culture stems from the Bitcoin culture, and they, they apparently don't like that. I mean, that's strange. You, you're working in a Bitcoin company, but you, you're not, you don't like the Bitcoin culture. Interesting. Or what you think is the Bitcoin culture. Uh, Bitcoin, which embodies a libertarian philosophy that snubs its nose at the pieties of mainstream institutions, has attracted a generation of fans known as crypto bros. I, come on. Um, many have propagated a brash male dominated way of life facing criticisms for sowing racism and sexism oh you know being proud of being a man be eating meat that sows a criticism that sows a racism and sexism okay <laughs> so they connected the dots there Brian Armstrong, Coinbase, uh, doing racism. Maybe it, it, it uh, comes from the Bitcoin culture, which is a manly culture, and manliness is racism. Uh, okay. And, dude, you, you victims. You victims. I'm going to keep on being a man over here. I'm going to keep on praising the people in the Bitcoin space who are men, who stand up to the nonsense, who stand up to the virus fear, guys like Saifedean. Guy, the, there are plenty of dudes out there who eat meat, and you don't have to eat meat. That, that, that's just another thing out there. You, you don't like. You think there's a male culture in, Bit, in in Bitcoin? Then you create your own little your own female space over there. Your own female. Make your own female. Make your black female Coinbase. Go ahead. No one's stopping you from doing that there, where you can just hire black females over and over and over again. And, and just you know, run your company that way. If you think it's it, to make a decision on who you hire is based on race, then do it that way. Coinbase is going to do it on qualifications, apparently. All right, and and even so, they created an HR department where you, you don't need any tech qualifications, obviously. So yeah, it's it's a hit piece on Brian Armstrong. It it, it bleeds into being a hit piece on uh, on Bitcoin, and uh, I'm I'm going to defend Bitcoin. I'm going to defend. Uh, the unique beast here in this because anyone you woke people you can own Bitcoin too okay you could now if you're in a company and you were trying to destroy it yeah you're gonna get fired all right but anyone is welcome in Bitcoin you can try to redefine the Bitcoin culture that you want it to be 
for me, you know who I am, what type of unique beast I am. I'm about standing up, speaking the truth, being proud of and in producing and producing for God's sakes. And I don't like victims. I don't, or, or people who paint themselves as victims, the, the, the fake victims of the world today who get gigantic compensation packages and then have to go cry, cry to the New York Times, all right? Um, I don't like that at all. And I'm going to call it out. And there's no, but in this world that we live in today, it, that's outside the Bitcoin overlay, people are scared to call out the, so the obvious truth that is right in our face, that this woke culture stuff is inefficient. It's drama and it's, it's a waste of time and it's nonsense. All right. And, uh, so you're welcome to find the free copy online somehow. I, I, when I like, got to it, it wasn't free, but I was able to copy it and then post it into a notepad and read it. And I want to see if I skipped any, there was something I skipped. Uh, okay. We will talk about the, that next time. And we're going to go back to Richard. We're going to go back to hex now because what I've just talked about the, uh, that was the noise of the week. Definitely in the space, the New York times. Let me see if there were any questions here before we, we, uh, we move on. Oh yeah. We got, we got a lot of people screaming over there. Uh, Tavas says, I have a company and most of my employees are black. It's natural for people to adhere to cronyism and nepotism. It's not racist. I mean, you, you in your company, perhaps you, you, uh, uh, you encountered many black people and your friends, your circles, a lot of black people, you put out news that you were hiring and that's, that's who you picked from. Now I know you run a small company and I, well, I don't want to say in what country I don't want to get you in trouble Taval. Um, but these dudes, he's not going out of his way to hire white people. Okay, he's he's trying to find black people. They have events with the black engineers and everything. But you're being honest, Tabal. You're, you're you're being you're being honest. I mean, yeah, a lot of people think in, in collectivist ways, and they try to just they're in circles of people that are just like them, and so they hire from those circles. I mean, is that evil? No, I don't think that, no, that's not evil. If, if you're black and you're friends with a lot of black people and, and you, you uh, socialize with a lot of black people, you network with a lot of black people, you end up hiring a lot of black people, okay. I'm not gonna say you should be hiring more white people. Run the business any way you darn want to. Uh, oh man, I've already been on for 30 minutes. I haven't eaten yet. Oh God, let's, uh, let's, let's, uh, Renwick Chu says, any update on your timetable for traveling internationally? Nope. Calgary is launching a pilot that would eliminate the mandatory quarantine period. Well, again, Calgary, um, hopefully by summer, if that's the case, I'm not going there when it's cold, uh, but international, I still don't know. I don't know where I'm going to be after Phoenix. I'm going to go to Phoenix on uh, Wednesday and I will be there until January 5th. So I don't know where I'm going after that. If anyone has any uh, suggestions, uh, leave them in the comments section. Oh, it's seven o'clock here in, in lovely Baltimore, Maryland, where it's getting colder. So uh, usually on your the yurt site, you visit the grave, but you cannot visit the grave on Saturday. The yurt site fell on a, a Saturday this year. So tomorrow I'm visiting. I will pray at the grave of my father and that will, that will be, and then I, uh, that'll be. I'll take care of everything I had to do in Baltimore, other than getting my hair cut on Tuesday. I gotta get. I got my hair cut on Tuesday. Now, so yeah, Hex is an interesting eighty percent psychological experiment. Uh, the narrative that's being sold over there is that it's very volatile and it's always bounced back. And uh, yeah, I think that 
I think that Richard could definitely manipulate it to bounce back and just choosing a really cheap price to buy back a huge hunk that just gets the momentum going again. And they have been trained to compare it to Bitcoin because, you know, they say, well, Bitcoin's volatile. Bitcoin's bounce back. If Hex is volatile, just the same. They believe Hex is the next Bitcoin, which is it's just insane to me. Now, to here's a, and here's a tweet from one of those guys that has been trained to those paranoid about the sell-off and sideways motion of Hex. Remember, Bitcoin took 1.5 years to jump 9x. Hex is already 53x at current prices. So chill, sit back and enjoy the ride. They, this guy does not know about all coin flavors of the month. Okay, this guy does not know <laughs> that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. There are lots of guys like this guy that Richard is attracted. And you know what? They're going to do what they're going to do. Pump it up some more so I can get Bitcoin for my free hex. I am not crazy enough to, to, well, to stake or to buy that stuff. I just want you guys – so, sure, you are free to believe that Hex is the next Bitcoin. Keep on believing is – is that a song? Keep on – I don't know. And keep on believing in Richard. Pump it up. Do, do, let him manipulate you and let him manipulate it by – but see, you guys keep giving him Ethereum to buy it, and he can use that Ethereum to even buy more and, and pump up the price. Just pump it up so I get – so those of us who are smart and who got it for free can just dump it for even more um, – to get it back to where it was, at least. All right. And uh, we'll talk about that one next time. Oh, Ben Shapiro. I got to talk about this because this was in the title. Uh, Gab is uh, Gab has been doing well because of Bitcoin. Deemed alt-right by many, Gab has been banned by major payment networks such as Visa, PayPal, and Stripe. Uh, this month, against all odds, Gab had our first six-figure revenue month in our four-year history. This is without one single credit or debit card transaction, which makes it all the more impressive, said Gab CEO Andrew Torba. And yes, so they have set up where people can give to them with Bitcoin. They are Bitcoin. They've made $100,000. Uh, and I know that doesn't sound like a, a lot, but uh, they would be getting nothing <laughs> Uh, otherwise, they've been shut out from everything else. Now, I noticed on Ben Shapiro's show, he has as low advertising, and that's some financial. He's had all these financial groups, uh, businesses advertise, and, and when he had Robinhood at one point, I think he had Robinhood. They, they're in the Bitcoin, so he's getting so close. One of these days, he is going to have a Bitcoin advertiser. I know it, but he's got to find out about Bitcoin. He's got to learn about. What Gab has done, because Ben Shapiro, I mentioned this last week, and then right afterwards, he starts talking about what I was talking about on my show. Um, and he said, and coincidentally, he said, uh, um, what did he say here? That credit card companies are banning conservatives. Okay. And that uh, he thinks this is the road to there being liberal and conservative banks. Okay. And I don't think that is the end game, actually. All right. They, indeed, there are conservatives or unwanted people, whatever you want to label them are, are getting they're getting banned. And sure, there might be conservative banks that form that do serve some of these people. But still, the, it, it's a very regulated industry. And 
if you appear on some doom list, okay, if the anti-racism culture really takes the postmodern feelings over facts world, if that takes over in in inside the government, um, there are going to be people on banned list, okay? And if you are a conservative bank with a, a, a bank charter, you're not even going to be able to serve them, okay? So bet that that isn't the end game. Like, how about if you're one of those people that is just the, even the conservative banks can't serve you? So you have to prepare for that. The insurance against that is Bitcoin, and that's why Ben Shapiro should be talking about Bitcoin. He shouldn't be talking. Ah, well, it's so sad. We're going to have conservative and liberal banks. They're going to be conservative this and liberal this credit cards. No, there's there's worse than that, because these are they're still it's still uh, regulated by the federal government, and they can create like the end all do not serve blacklist. All right. And that is where Bitcoin is needed. It's beyond the right-left paradigm. It's like the government doesn't like you. You're on this list. You you have no bank. You have. I hope it doesn't get to this, but clearly it's it's getting closer to like right and left. To avoid all that drama, to get Bitcoin now, because when all this hits the fan one day, Bitcoin's going to be worth a lot more money, and your insurance will have, have have paid off. But of course, value your wealth in Bitcoin. And Gab is already a real life modern example. They can't get anybody. To, to be a financial provider, all right? And there is no conservative bank yet anyway, but they're not holding their breath, waiting around for there to be a conservative bank. They got into Bitcoin. Okay, so Gab should teach uh, Ben Shapiro a thing or two. Uh, and, all right, no, we're not going to talk about that. Finally, since we were uh, Ontar in, in Ontario, Canada, on December the 12th, I, I want to give these guys a shout out. The Real Tahini's, they're, they're guys who change their cash reserves into Bitcoin. They are having a Ontario Bitcoins meetup party at Tahini's West Mount London on December 12th. All Bitcoin well, Bitcoiners welcome unless they lock down the city. People coming in from Toronto and Montreal, the more the merrier. Look forward to meeting you all. P.S. Bring an appetite. All right. Just wanted to give those dudes a shout out. That isn't noise. That is that's that's real life uh, people getting together in Ontario on uh, December twelfth. So I will link to that uh, below. The real Tahinis on Twitter. If you need to get there right now, uh, let's see if there were any other questions. No, but we do have a lot of we had a lot of people chatting. All right, I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember, subscribe to this channel, like this video, pound that like button. This shirt was given to me by Barefoot Barry in New Zealand who has a terrible prime minister who is and all the people there, so many people there are just, uh, they're compliant in the United States. We are not, there are plenty of compliant people, but there are plenty of people that are still speaking their minds. Keep doing it dudes. Thanks a lot. See you guys uh, tomorrow for the beyond Bitcoin show. Bye-bye.